praise God that for many, many months now, every day, the scriptures seem so obvious with the Holy Spirit. Maybe I've mentioned this image before. I've never done it myself, but uh, sailing in a lake. Imagine you're in a lake with on a sailor with the sail, with the sails and the boat and so forth, and there's no wind. And you're getting ready for the day and you have the, the sails setting them up, which again, I have no clue what that means, but to putting them up so you can use them at least. And there's still no wind. You know, how do you go forward with that? I don't know. If, you're, if any sailors are here, you could probably chat after Mass about that. <laughs> Even what happens when there's no wind. Because there are times in my, our lives that the Holy Spirit, as we've heard before in our lives, that that, that is kind of like the Holy Spirit behind us, right? And we, it's like 2020 thinking, oh, that was the Holy Spirit. Now, think another time when you're on the lake, your sails are up, but they're not wide. And you, you mention the wind that are ready to push you and help you, but your sails aren't ready. It's kind of like us today. We're having those tough times where we don't feel like we're close to God. We might not feel like He's in our presence. Maybe desolation is a good word for that. And now imagine the opposite, like we, us now, when we, again, we're not using the sails as we should. And there is the wind. Now, when we experience those times when we have affirmation from God and His presence, that we feel that, and the wind is there, it's open, our sails are open at that time. Then, we are connected in a beautiful way with God through the Holy Spirit, and especially with the Scriptures. And I think it's almost like a little bit of desserts today from our, every one of our readings. So I'll go through them quickly. So first, Jeremiah. He was uh, having some tough times. He just read it. He's been duped from the Lord, as he said. And he's frustrated, and he's yelling at God. Well, that's in the Scriptures. That's a good way to pray, actually. If you're upset right now, or you're scared, or it's hard, tell the same thing that Jeremiah did. Lord, you've duped me. There's nothing wrong with praying that way. Lord, I'm frustrated. I'm scared. I'm at the, lo- the top level of my stressfulness. I'm just mad right now. Well, he already knows that, so tell him. And then this is where the truth comes out of Jeremiah. Obviously, he's venting to the Lord, which we can do that too. I say to myself, I will not mention him. <laughs> I will speak to his name no more. But then it becomes like fire burning in my heart, imprisoned in my bones. I grow weary, holding it in. I cannot endure it. And Jeremiah is experiencing what we experience when we're not close to God, or we don't feel like we're close to God. We actually are, but we're not feeling like that. And then what should we be doing? We should be growing closer to the Lord. And then when our sails are out and open and the wind is behind us, then we start rolling. And that's exactly what Jeremiah did after that. And he had to, he had to teach some very tough stuff of his culture, his people, the Israelites. That's when they went on, on their pilgrimage, away from their home. 
Or how about the responsorial psalm? My soul is thirsting for you, O Lord, my God. That's a great prayer to respond to the Lord when we are upset or sad or scared. When we feel alone, ask something in prayer like that. What I've been saying before, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. And again, that little dessert, my soul clings fast to you. Think about that now. Is your soul fasting to God? Not like not eating, meaning fast, like you're glued with God. Your right hand upholds me. That's what we need. That his right hand upholds us. Even if we know that. Then we have the impressing verses from St. Paul. Once again, like Jeremiah, in difficult times. All the churches that he taught and began, those that persecuted him, you know, he was stoned, he was whipped, he was in uh, ships that sank. Uh, People tried to kill him. Again, to the Romans, what did he write to them? Well, eventually he would die in Rome. Do not conform yourselves to this age. And how, how crucial this is today in our culture. Do not conform yourself to this age, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. You may discern what is the will of God, what is good and pleasing and perfect. Finally, in the Gospel, Same type of thing. He's teaching them, as we know the story, that Jesus would die. What did he tell his apostles? What does he tell us today? For him, no matter what we're feeling, whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself or herself, take up his cross or her cross, and follow me. Let's keep rolling, brothers and sisters. Let's keep rolling. Let's be with the Lord. Open our sails, if you will, our hearts, our souls. And remember these readings and take them in your heart. Whatever pricked your conscience tonight, bring that to prayer. Take that the next week of those verses that you can always know through that the Holy Spirit can be in your heart. Keep going forward where God wants us to go.